What's up, guys? Happy 2017, although I'm probably, like, what, two months too late? <laughs> I think I already said that in another episode. But this is a follow-up from the episode that we did last year on goals. Basically, part of the reason why we're doing this late is because China has Chinese New Year. So I actually set my goals mid-February, just after Chinese New Year. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like when our calendar year or business year starts. So I like to set my personal goals around business goals. And yeah, and I think as well, I was traveling, so me and Mike weren't able to necessarily sit down. But we were we were reviewing last year's episode, and I wanted to do a quick twenty to thirty minute podcast episode where we re- we review what happened last year, what we did well, what we did wrong, and talk about what we plan on doing this year. Was it more than a full calendar year ago when we recorded that episode? I don't think so. Because we released, yeah, we released it May twenty ninth, but it's possible that we we recorded it like an you know a month earlier than that or two months earlier. But we've been doing the Made in China podcast for more than a year. Yeah, yeah, we already, yeah, we should probably do a year review. We we started what like in November two thousand and fifteen. Happy anniversary, Rico! Oh man, (laughs) celebrate anniversaries! (laughs) I'm a man. Okay, I don't have any feelings. All right, let's get into the episode. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. All right. Um, so going back to the episode that we did last year. Basically, we were talking about how to set goals um, more so than we actually set goals in the episode. And I've learned a few more things since that time period on how to set goals. I won't necessarily talk too much about what we said. You guys can listen to that episode. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. But, uh, you know, I'll just run through the list. So I said that I wanted to get a foreign employee into China. I think that was one of the main things that I talked about. And... I think it wasn't necessarily an unrealistic goal, but the reason why we didn't achieve it is because I personally didn't really put too many wheels into motion. However, one thing that happened that was really cool is somebody that listens to the podcast reached out to me and actually asked me if, you know, I'd be interested in bringing them on. And it was a good process for me because I kind of went through the steps of interviewing them and then kind of thinking about how to structure the deal. And the reality is that we're a startup. So it's like bringing somebody over from the U.S. or Canada uh, for a job in China is such a big ask. Um, you need to have financially, you need to be in a position where you know, you're not going to just bring them over and then like not be able to pay them or you know, you're going to have to, there's a lot of investment up front, whether it's plane tickets, getting them an apartment, things like that, helping them out with their visa. So I just kind of realized that if I want to bring somebody on, I want to test them, but you can't necessarily test somebody when you're flying them halfway across the world, unless they're an intern. So that's a realization that I had last month is I think the best way to do this would be to get an intern first and go through that process of having a foreign employee and somebody who already knows that it's a short-term thing and they can come down to china for a month not a month for a summer get this experience because there's a ton of value in working for a company like ours if you're interested in in china in general business in china manufacturing like beyond that the network that we have with enter china with 
some of my friends in Hong Kong, like Nick, who is part of a company that's a startup accelerator. Like it's beyond manufacturing. It goes into IOT and things like that. So like there's so many different, um, there's so many different things that a person would learn if they were an intern. And I think that structure allows me to kind of test and see what I like, what I don't like and how, what it would be like to manage somebody who's not Chinese. Have you considered someone who's, have you considered a candidate who's already in China or already in Asia? Um, I mean, I'm open. I'm open to anything, really. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd be curious about why that person is here. I think that would be cool as well, just because maybe they have a better understanding and there's going to yeah. be less of a learning curve. That's what I'm thinking. They're already here because they want to get into a startup-style business. Maybe they have entrepreneurial aspirations, and you don't have the initial... Um, I, just don't, I just don't know how to find those kind of people. I don't... Like, there's no directory for that kind of person right sure. whereas like interns who are around the world already there are like websites and like companies that sort that out so i have no idea how i'd find somebody in china besides reaching out to our networks um but yeah that's one of the goals that i'm setting for this year is like i learned that maybe getting a an employee a paid employee is a little bit too ambitious so intern interns send your applications to rico please and then uh, some of the other goals that I had, I don't think I talked about in the podcast, was uh, average working out three times per week. How'd you I, do on that one? I destroyed that probably, <laughs> probably four or five times a week, average working out. Along with working out three to four times a week, Rico makes me uh, take a look at him to to try to <laughs> emphasize that he's been working out three or four times a week. No once in a while, I just, I just put him in a headlock for, <laughs> for no reason. Um and then eating healthy five times a week. I did that, I think. But that's also been sort of a journey for me because I'm learning more about nutrition. So I was eating healthy, but then I was probably uh, negating that with like the amount of processed sugar that I was taking in per week. And then maybe on the weekend thinking like, well, you know, I've been exercising the whole week and I've been eating salads and all this stuff. So let me just go ham <laughs> on the weekend. And, you know, it, it can it sort of offsets what you've done. So I haven't like, I haven't gained weight. I've gained muscle, but I haven't necessarily cut um, as much as I want to. So this leads me to the biggest goal on this list is I'm doing this thing called Operation Batman. This is what we're calling it right now. And it's based on, <laughs> it's based on this challenge. You just made that up right now, didn't uh, you? No, no. I've, I've been thinking about it for like a week. Operation <laughs> Batman. Man, you know me and Batman. You know my relationship with with Batman. Um, anyway, so there's uh, there's Timothy Mark. He's a business consultant, marketing consultant. He wrote an article like a week ago, something like that, and he was talking about Operation Macau. It's essentially him and one of his friends, who's also a successful entrepreneur, setting six month goals with uh, like setting very very ambitious six month goals, like one or two with punishments and rewards behind them. I'll let you guys go through the article or whatever, but I'm doing the same thing um, with my mastermind. And one of my goals is to get down to 14% body fat. I measured myself at the gym this week and it said I'm 26, which is probably inaccurate because I was reading about the stuff and the machine that they use isn't super accurate. So the, um, based on my research, and I'm buying like a thing to measure my body fat, but Based on my my research, I'm probably closer to 22, between 22 and 26, I guess. 
Um, so I mean, it's not going to be easy, and I'm learning that every day. But uh, I think I think I can hit that. So 14% body fat, um, part of Operation Batman, and then I also have some financial goals that I want SFA to hit um, in the next six months. And you know, there will be some extreme punishments behind those if I don't if I don't get it done. Uh, so another thing that I wanted to do last year was average one episode per week for the Made in China podcast. You guys know that that just, <laughs> just didn't happen. <laughs> I think we probably released like I mean one just, a month, yeah, maybe an average. Yeah, yeah, sure, probably ten to twelve episodes, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna kick up. So I, I learned that basically the business scaled, and also I was. Also running Enter China, uh, one of the partners at Enter China. So, you know, just I just had too much on my plate, and I think I was, you know, ambitious but uh, also naive, just understanding how much uh, one person can take at a certain age, at a certain level of experience in business, and certainly certain things had to fall behind, i.e., the the podcast. Um, however, you know, I want to change that, and you know, I've. I've haven't these guys haven't made a formal announcement but i i am not like a partner at intergen anymore i made a conscious decision to go full in with sourcing and what i'm doing right now because like i said the company was scaling so much that uh spreading my time like that wouldn't be the smartest thing to do um that being said we are outsourcing our podcast editing as we've talked about before with that comes another issue which is obviously we were spending money now and paying somebody to do it so we it might not be financially responsible to release an episode every week. So I think an episode every two weeks is is more than reasonable. And that gives me time to like, you know, editing the podcast is one aspect. It's setting up the page, uh, you know, tweeting it out, whatever, Facebook, sure. all that stuff. other things that go into it. Yeah, that also takes quite a bit of time. So I think this year, an average of an episode every two weeks, that's, that's what I'm aiming for. Uh, one of my goals last year was become a par- partner in EC. I did that. Um, get at least one more client worth a certain amount of money for our company. I did that. Uh, three full-time Chinese employees. We did that. Didn't get the foreigner. Uh, get an independent office in uh, the second quarter. We did that. Oh yeah. Uh, and then you know we I had a crazy financial goal for net income. Uh, that just was not realistic. I, I think I based it on that a uh, certain amount of growth that we had in a short period of time, and thinking that that was gonna that was gonna continue, but you know that didn't happen. Um, yeah, recording these episodes from our yacht is not <laughs> is not a current thing, unfortunately. And then, of course, because of that goal, I had a personal goal, and that just didn't financial goal that just didn't didn't hit. But um, I think now learning from that like i can set more realistic goals financially and i have just because we have more history in terms i can look at the last you know 18 months of the business and be like okay so we've grown a certain percentage every month and you know you you can kind of uh extrapolate that sure the more data you have on our past yep all right so let me just run through my goals that i want to hit this year i've mentioned some of them um, I also want to get the blog back up. I wanted to, I'm not, I'm not, I think one blog article a month, including guest posts, uh, is, is a realistic goal to hit. It's probably something that I'm going to be like doing the research, shooting structure behind and outsourcing most of the writing. Uh, 
um, but it's definitely going to be my voice and my knowledge. And then something I've wanted to do for a while is sort of a vlog, uh, sort of day in the life type stuff. Um, I want to release two long videos uh, of the day in the life, and then I want to do like a video every. Mm, I want to say I'm gonna. I want to do a video every month. But I don't know if that's realistic because, again, this is something that we have to start paying for. And it's significantly more expensive to pay somebody to edit videos than it is to pay somebody to edit a podcast. So I think once a new video every two months, um, I'm going to try to do more than that, but a new video every two months. So at minimum this year, I want to release five videos for the vlog. And we have a few other marketing initiatives that. Uh, I want to do, but I, I don't think it's necessary to mention the details here. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. You already talked about Batman. Yeah, Operation Batman. Because I'm Batman. For me, uh, the goals that I want to focus on are more day-to-day rather than uh, long-term goals. I'm very good at setting long-term goals, saying, hey, in six months I want to do this, or after a year I want to get to this point. But, um, you know, I want to focus more on the day-to-day operations and what I'm doing week-to-week in order to achieve those goals. Um, like Rico, I'm very interested in, in being more uh, consistent with the podcast. I actually want to be recording two podcasts a week. Um, I don't think it's realistic, like you said, to, to release, you know, two a week, but you know, at least sitting down with someone to record them, um, whether that be the Made in China podcast or the podcast that uh, I've been recording episodes for for Chinese basketball. Um, you know, I, I, it doesn't matter. I just need to be I, I want to make that a more consistent thing week to week. I'm setting aside the time to meet with certain people and have those conversations because um you know, I think I, the podcast is is a great thing, um, not only for us to to gain listeners and potential customers, but just to share ideas. And you know, I I, I love doing this. I love the feedback we get from it, and I just want to keep that going and make sure that every week I'm getting some content. And then, like you said, you know, maybe you said what, maybe two a month. Yeah, once a lot, yeah. To, to, to post. So I think, yeah, I can stay on that uh, task with you, but then also try to, you know, get some, some recorded episodes in, a, in our, in our uh, database. So it's easier to, to release two a month. Um, a personal goal for me is uh, within the next couple months, I want to be fully based in Asia um, for the last two to three years. I've also had a base in, in, in the States and I've had a lot of personal and family things that I have to address back in America. And I'm very happy to say that I've kind of worked through all of those things. And, um, you know, I have so many different projects here and, and along with Source Find Asia, I'm doing the basketball business and I'm pretty, pretty satisfied with the way these things have developed. But, um, you know, one setback has been me consistently having to tra- travel back to America and just kind of keeping a base in America and Asia at the same time. It makes things, um, 
difficult, at least difficult for me and what I'm trying to do right now. So I think that's a very big immediate goal is to uh, set up my base here in, in Asia um, and spend the majority of my time over the next year here. Uh, go back to the States for specific opportunities, maybe trade show, you know, short trips to see the family. But I'm going to try to spend more than 80% of, of this calendar year here in Asia. Um, and then another thing I want to do is I want to take a little bit more time for my, my social media and the, the content that, that I'm putting out. I uh, haven't done much of that again over the course of the past year or two um but with made in china podcasts with source finds with the basketball tours that i'm doing um i think you know it's much better if all those things are interconnected so uh, the best way to do that is to have all my social media platforms producing content on a consistent basis and you know putting in a little bit more time and effort into advertising the podcast, into uh, engagement on different blogs and uh, message boards, and if I can do that, I think it'll um, it'll help push everything forward. And the more things are interconnected, the easier it'll be to to engage with um, you know other other potential customers and, and other people doing what we're doing out here in China. Yeah, and just just to touch on something that Mike mentioned uh talking about day-to-day goals yeah uh part of the thing about not the operation macau or operation batman or whatever you want to call it is you set yearly goals right and quite quite often what happens is even if you are pushing towards those goals you don't really have ways to to check your progress and i'm pretty good with that like i have my list of goals and throughout the year like probably once every two months I, I i check the list and i check off what i've completed and what i haven't completed and i'll review that but i mean most of I, even i'm guilty of that i'm guilty of setting goals and like forgetting them even though i'm pushing towards them i'm not checking the progress that i have uh so that's part of the reason why this operation batman is so good is because you're actually checking in with your you have people that are, are people that know your goals and you're you're setting a plan for it and then you're checking in with those people once a week. So I'm checking in, I'm gonna be checking in with my mastermind and talking about, you know, my progress towards fitness and, and you know the financial situation. So super important to have accountability. I think we talked about that, but not just that, just breaking it down um, and maybe setting uh, shorter, you know, milestones that you can hit and then, you know, push towards that and build it up into into the main goals yeah those long-term goals become way more realistic when you're setting the stepping stone goals in order to get there yep we got a new podcast review finally it's been a while yeah and on itunes in the u.s crafty 1771 says rico and mike are down-to-earth hosts with great knowledge not only on doing odm and sourcing products in China, but also on culture and day-to-day living information. Their show is informative and as well as funny. I hope to hang out with them in China one day. Hey, thanks for reaching out, Crafty. Thanks, Crafty. Does that mean you're in China right now? If so, get at us. Oh, yeah. Of course, if you're going to reach out, it's info at sourcefindasia.com, I-N-F-O at S-O-U-R-C-E-F-I-N-D-A-S-I-A. 
Um, I A A. Yeah, yeah. Did I miss anything? And uh, you know, we have Instagram at Sourcefind Asia, Twitter at Sourcefind Asia, and we'll see you guys next week or in the next two weeks. Right. Take care. Bye. See you.